the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 110 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 12. I'm Liam, and I'm 9. Alright, and we're back. Hey, only two weeks after our last episode. Not too bad. Not too bad for the summer. Uh, That's kind of what I was shooting for. So Uh, We're going to start off with a song by Oscar Isaac today. Um, He plays guitar. I did not know this. Uh, This is a very pretty old video. This came out right around the time that The Force Awakens came out. And I somehow never heard this or saw this. Um, And it's Oscar Isaac playing the Star Wars song that Bill Murray sang on Saturday Night Live way back in 70, I'm going to say 1980. I'm not quite sure when it was in the early, early 80s, probably. Um, It was a song about Star Wars. Bill Murray's like a lounge singer. He's like, Star Wars! uh," You know, he's doing like this funny kind of Star Wars thing. But Oscar Isaac, he plays it straight and uh, just really makes it sweet. And a really nice song. So let's let's give it a listen. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Give me those Star Wars any old day. near and forward Please don't let Star Wars come to an end There's Ray Finn and Poe and BB-8 as well What a cute and wacky little droid And hey It's Kylo Ren and his back and Does he scare you as much as he scares me? so good I so barely tell the lyrics at some parts oh really yeah so he updated oh, the lyrics obviously nice. from what bill murray sang because ray and poe and bb8 did not exist back when bill murray sang the song um but yeah and uh you kids are kind of learning how to play guitar a little bit your uncle's teaching you did you recognize any of the chords he was playing no no someday I wasn't really looking at some it. oh well i mean i was looking at he was yeah. moving but i couldn't yeah. see where his fingers were yeah it's hard it's hard i don't know how to play guitar so i have no idea but uh anyway um that's a video from gq uh and i actually retweeted that video a few days ago so if you want to see it just scroll down a little bit on our twitter feed at force children and you'll see that video of oscar isaac playing that guitar and singing that song i just loved it i thought it'd be fun to play it on the podcast it was just really nice let's see what star warsy stuff have we been up to i finished most wanted finally it's not that long of a book but it took me a long time to read it because it's summer and 
for me, summer is not a time of reading. It is for you kids, but for me, it's not uh, as much. Yes. <laughs> You've been reading a lot of books. Uh, a lot. Not Star Wars books, but Wings a lot of, of other stuff. Books. Yeah, Anna, you went through the first Wings of Fire series, and Liam, you've yeah, been Legacy. doing a lot of yeah, Legacy. You've been doing a lot of Calvin and Hobbes, and uh, just a bunch of graphic novels Calvin from the library. So, just comic strips. Yeah, a lot of comic Garfield. strips, but also graphic novels. This Garfield, summer, yeah. Garfield, comics and uh, Calvin and Hobbes, Get Fuzzy, Get Fuzzy. Uh, was that Peanuts? Um, Peanuts, yeah. Um, for better or worse. For better or for worse. Uh, yeah, you've been reading a lot. Um, you kind of discovered those this summer. It's your summer of comic strips. Um, but yeah. My favorite's Calvin and Hobbes, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Farside. You've read some Farside. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Most Wanted was a pretty good story about younger Han and Kira. So even younger than we see them at the beginning of Solo. Um, it's kind of almost like the first, first kind of uh, adventure that they have together. And... You know, you see Kira not trusting Han at all to becoming friends with Han. And uh, they aren't, like, a couple. Like, they don't kiss in this book at all. Um, but you know that eventually they do become, so you can kind of see the seeds of the, the relationship being planted, right? Um, and it's really good. And it's not just about them. It's also, there's also a Rodian who is in on their adventure and a droid that kind of helps them out. And so you get to see a lot more of Corellia, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's a pretty small story. Like, it's not like they have to save the galaxy, obviously, right? Because they're just scrum rats, you know? They're, um, yeah. But we're going to talk a little bit about uh, more about this book in canon news, because there's a kind of cool tidbit in there. Um, if I, I had to rate the it. book, yeah, you should read it. I'd say about 7 out of 10. If I had to rate it, our canon news might spoil just a little bit for you, Anna. But I don't care. I think it'll be okay. Um, so now I'm on to reading Thrawn Alliances, and I have that that book is on my Nook app instead of a physical book, which means I'm reading that a lot faster because I always have my phone with me. I don't always have a book with me, right? Uh, so I can just read I it whenever have I a want. Book with me, I don't have a phone though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty good. Uh, there's like two stories, right? There's the Anakin and Thrawn on an adventure together when Anakin meets Thrawn during the Clone Wars on Batu, which is the Galaxy's Edge, you know, Black Spire outpost, uh-huh. uh, that place that we're eventually going to be able to visit at yeah. either Disneyland or Disney World. Uh, and then there's a Vader Thrawn story also that is told. So they kind of go back and forth telling these two stories sort of side by side. And, and that also takes place on Batu. Which is pretty cool. Uh, the the dynamics between the two characters, Thrawn and Anakin, and then Thrawn and Vader, are just kind of funny. Because, you know, you can see, like, Anakin and Vader both are just, like, really annoyed at Thrawn. Because <laughs> he's always, he's so smart, but also he just, the way, I don't know, it, it's it's funny. Wait, what happens between, like, Anakin and Thrawn? Because oh. Anakin's, like, on the good side then, right? Yes, and he doesn't know who Thrawn is. So Thrawn uh, is just an alien who's helping him on Batu, helping him to find Padme. Because Padme has gone missing on Batu. Uh, you also see, in addition to those two stories, Anakin Thrawn and Thrawn Vader, during the Anakin and Thrawn time, you know, that timeline, you also get to see what Padme is doing. Or what she did, you know, up until that point, and then they have to find her, right? So it's pretty cool. It's like an ad- it's a Padme book, and it's also an Anakin Thrawn book and a Vader Thrawn book. Um, There's a Padme novel. There is. We'll be talking about that in the news. Yeah, there is going to be an all Padme novel. Can you read the Thrawn tidbit again? Thrawn tidbit on the show. Oh, about the science thing. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, the one about Thrawn's name. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's such a funny. That was what? one of the. That was the excerpt. 
that they release an excerpt before the book, and I did get to that part. When Anakin and Thrawn first meet, and Thrawn tells him what his name is. It's Mithran Naru Udo. Mithran Naru Odo. But you can Mithran just call me Naru Thrawn, Odo. And, and then he's like, no, that's okay, Mithran Naru Do. And he says it, and then, and then Thrawn's Thrawn like, no, Mithran Naru Do. That's what I said, Mithran Narudo. No, no, no. Mithran Narudo. That's what I said. <laughs> and then, like it said, Anakin could could hear the difference in the way they said it, but he couldn't make the change to his voice to make it sound. You know, <laughs> anyone who's tried to pronounce a, a, a foreign word, a word yeah. in a different language, knows how that is, right? Like, your mouth just isn't used to forming those sounds. And, uh, and then... And then Anakin's like, fine, I'll just call you Thrawn. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Thrawn is very explainy in this book. A little bit Explain. too much to me. Oh, he's always explaining. <laughs> it gets a little old to me. But uh, but so far, it's pretty good. I'm about halfway in it. Um, so there's this one excerpt from the book. This one uh, passage. And uh, they're talking about something. And Vader says, because they're in like the the unknown regions and something weird's happening. Vader says, perhaps a new technique has been discovered. Unknown region science may be different from ours. And then Thrawn replies, technologies may certainly be different. Science itself less likely. There are certain laws that are universal, which I really thought was funny. Yeah. Like he's schooling Vader. He's like, you're, you're misusing the word science. Science is just the way we find out about things. Like science is, Science. You're talking about technology. Maybe the technologies have been developed differently, right? But like, gravity is going to work the same everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's you know, so gravity it's just funny to me. Work the same everywhere on our in our galaxy. It doesn't. There's no gravity on the moon. There's less gravity. There's less gravity. There is gravity, and it's gravity. You, there's an there's equation no that you can. Gravity on Jupiter. No, there's a lot of gravity on Jupiter. Because it's There's huge. No gravity on Mars. <laughs> the the gravity is proportional to the size of the object. So there's a law of gravity that says if the object is this, there's gravity on you. Did you know that? You produce gravity. If I, every object produces gravity. If I jump on Jupiter, pull. oh, that's not possible. <laughs> that Tums. No, Jupiter would crush you. That Tums. The Tums container on my bedside. Yeah, yeah, it has gravity. It has a gravitational pull. It is pulling things toward it. Yeah. But magnets have more gravitational pull. No, nope, magnets have m- magnetic pull. Well, magnetic <laughs> it's not gravity, pull. But it seems like gravity. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Let's head on over to the news. All right, we have big news. Big news in the last two weeks. Holy buckets. The biggest news we've had in a long time. Wait, have I heard this before? You've you both heard all the news. Yeah, Ooh, I couldn't I couldn't keep this it. couldn't keep this news from you because usually I like to keep news until the podcast and then I kind of like say surprise oh, kids, but but no, this is the big news. The I think the biggest of the big news is, is the, the episode nine casting news. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Last week they came out, <clears throat> told us who's going to be in episode nine, which a lot of it was, you know, made sense. We knew, obviously, Ray was going to be back, but there's some really juicy nuggets in this press release, so let's get to it. Uh, it says, Star Wars Episode Nine will begin filming in London at London's Pinewood Studio on August 1st, 2018. J.J. Abrams returns to direct the final installment of the Skywalker Saga. 
Abrams co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. All right, so far, when it starts filming, personally, I don't care. A lot of people want to know that. That doesn't matter to me at all. But the first thing there that kind of was like, what is final installment of the Skywalker saga? A lot of people are, are taking this to mean that this is it for the numbered movies. No, <laughs> and no as you, are, you are shaking your head dismissively. I might, had, they'll make another one, but it might be another trilogy. It'll be episode 10. Yeah, yeah, but it might not be episode 10. It might be ep- episode 1. They might start a new trilogy. It just won't be the Skywalker saga. So, but so there will be tons of new oh, Star Wars movies. Of course. Of course there will be. We already know that, right? We know there's going. they're going to make the, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, right? But do you mean, Anna, that there's going to be a continuation of the story that we are following right now with Ray, Finn, Rose, Kylo, right? Honestly, I don't think it matters to me because this next oh. movie, yeah, this is going to finish it all up. Well, maybe. I mean, Return of the Jedi finished it all up too, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but we exactly. still got more. I know. But if we don't have more, then yeah. we'll be like, we won't know what we're missing. That's true. So it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. And we're going to have tons of new Star Wars movies. Tons of different trilogies. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine if this is the end of the Skywalker Mm. saga. So so do you think... So you're fine fine if there's not an episode 10? Yes. How about you, Liam? No, 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 no. You want there to be an episode 10? Yes. Because you are all about, like, getting those old characters out of the picture and then getting the new characters in. And you want a new trilogy with with the new characters and only the new characters? And Is that right? No, no, no. I want a new terror, a new trilogy with new characters and like what they did with Han and Leia and right. Luke. They made so, them old yeah. and they oh, came in yeah. and they were mentors. So I Finn want and that. Ray and Rose and Poe could be the old ones, and then have new characters. Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty cool. And maybe their kids would be the main. Character. That would be cool. Well, I mean, but that would be a long time from now, right? The actors have to age, right? So that could be 10, 15 years from now. Ray has her Jedi Academy set up. We follow the the story of the new I don't know. I don't know. We don't so that old. So and one other not young adults anymore. Like not young adults. Okay, okay. Um yeah, I mean I I hope there's an episode ten. I want the story to continue, but at the same time, like I I can't imagine everything being okay after this movie, this next movie, episode nine. How is everything going to wrap up? I mean, the first order is huge, and yeah, yeah. But if everything's not okay, I need another one. Forget the part where they smash through a giant star destroyer. They smash through Mm, Snoke's Snoke's giant star destroyer and cut his head off and his hands. Well, sure, Snoke's gone, but the supreme leader lives. Long live the supreme leader, right? (laughs) <laughs> now Kylo Ren is the supreme leader. I can't wait for Kylo Ren to die. Oh! Uh, you know, remember you said that about Luke, so careful what you wish for. Kylo I might mean, be redeemed and then he might die like Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi. And you're like, no, why does he have to die now? He just turned good. <laughs> I don't know. I like that Vader died. <laughs> uh, you- no, 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 no. It, just, it was good for the story. It was good for the have story. Went- because how could it like, have worked if he didn't? He was like, I'm sorry. You were right. You were right. right. Tell your sister. 
You're right. I'm standing right here, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the other part of that paragraph that I really liked was that J.J. Abrams co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. Um, If you remember, Chris Terrio wrote Batman vs. Superman, which I thought (laughs) was a pile of poo. Yes, you did. And uh, and I'm glad that he he wasn't alone in writing this movie. Same. that, That J.J. wrote it with him. I mean, I'm not like... I don't think JJ is perfect and can do no wrong, but I also think that He's The Force good. Awakens was great yeah, it and was great. um you um, know, it could have been I think this way might worse. be kind of a dark movie though. A little darker than The Force Awakens. Oh, I don't know. Jedi. After The Last Jedi, they might lighten it up a little bit cuz The Last Jedi was seen as pretty dark. I mean, it had a lot of good humor in it too, but The Force Awakens was too light. It wasn't dark enough. Wow, movie. really? Han died at the end. <laughs> okay. Besides, besides the, that, the place, the part where mm. Han died, I really think that J.J. Abrams did not do a good enough job of making it dark. Why would you want it dark? It's Star Wars. Cause it's Star Wars. Well, Star Wars isn't supposed to be dark. I don't want Star Wars to be. Oh, everything goes fine. The Last <laughs> Jedi was so much better than The Force Awakens. <laughs> no, but The Force Awakens was amazing. Well, I'm going to agree with Liam. Last Jedi is better, but Force Awakens was good. Yeah. Ryan I mean, Johnson, in my opinion, obviously. Ryan Johnson is, like, the best. <laughs> he yeah. Needs, I can't wait for the new Star Wars movies that he's directing. He's the best. Yeah, I think he's going to do a good job. Um, you think? Yeah, pretty <laughs> sure. So, so anyway, my worries about Chris Terrio writing that screenplay have been alleviated a little bit uh, because J.J. wrote it with him, so... So that's good. Uh, Let's get on to the next paragraph of this press release. Returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. So that's Ray, Kylo, Finn, Poe, Lupita Nyong'o, who, yes, Maz is going to be back. And since J.J. is co-writing this movie, I have a feeling that Maz will have a bigger part because Maz is his character. Uh, Donald Gleason as Hux, Kelly Tran, Rose. Yes, of course, Rose is going to be back. Why wouldn't she be? Because she's awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. That's going to be great. Uh, Eunice Suotomo as Chewie, of course. And Billy Lord, uh, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter, who played uh, Lieutenant Connix. And uh, she's going to be hopefully back as a even with an even bigger role. Like in The Force Awakens, she was there, but she only had, I think, one line. She was kind of in the background. And then in The Last Jedi, she was kind of helping Poe with his whole mutiny thing against Holdo. And, uh, you know, she had, I think she had the first line of the movie, right? When they went down to the planet and she's like, yeah, get, uh, get everything up. up. Yeah. Up in the sky. Um, so I mean the fact that she's on this list, I think so, which is pretty cool. I'm excited. Um, yeah. And then, uh, it says joining the cast of episode nine are Naomi Ackie. Who I have a photo just kind of for reference here because we don't know who she is. We haven't seen her in anything. Uh, she's been in Doctor Who and some other things, um, but you kids haven't seen her in anything. Is she a um, good actor? I'm assuming she's going to be in Star Wars. She's probably good. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm sure. I don't know if I've seen the episode that she's in. I haven't watched all of them, and there's a lot of them. I so know I forget. all of these, so I, I just can't wait until we get to a. One certain mm, part. Mm. This person is in the... Richard E. Grant? The, yeah. He's What's in, he in? Um, What's he in? The thing that we just watched in Supergirl and the... He's in Legends of Tomorrow. 
That guy? Yeah, I think so. No, he's not. I think that's him. Sure. But he is he is in uh what has he been in? I don't think he's been in anything he you guys have like seen. He looks like that guy in Legends yeah, of Tomorrow. He's not though. Uh he's also been in Doctor Who and some other uh you mean Grant? some other TV. Richard E. Grant. I don't recognize him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh Carrie Russell, who uh she's pretty well known, uh, but you kids haven't I, seen her in anything. There's a lot of I've writing heard about her. Name. But I think that was just because you told me about her. Carrie Russell, yeah. She was in a TV show called Felicity, which was a J.J. Abrams TV show. I think it was his first TV show. Um, And then she's been in a bunch of other stuff, including like a Mission Impossible movie. And so... um, so she's going to be in it, and then uh, those those three those three new Star Wars actors will be joined by veteran Star Wars actors Mark Hamill. Yay. I'm assuming he's going to be force ghosting Hopefully. around. Hopefully, haunting Kylo Ren will be Hopefully. great. Anthony Daniels and Billy Williams, Yay. who will reprise his role as Lando Calrissian. Yeah. I was just waiting, 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 waiting yeah. for that part. So, Finally. last episode we talked, you know, we said Hollywood Reporter was reporting it and that it was pretty much a sure thing, but who knows until we get the official announcement. It's a sure it. thing. It's official. That's super cool. Um, and that's cool because that means we might see, we're probably not going to see Luke and Lando interact because I don't know if Force Ghosts can interact with... Uh, with normies, right? Normies. People without the force, you know? Normals? I don't know. The role of Leia Organa will once again be played by Carrie Fisher. Yes. Yes, Liam. Do you want to keep reading that? Will she be laying in a thing like Padme was no. at the beginning of the movie Dead? No, I don't think so. No? She's well, going I don't think to be so. alive in the movie? Well, what does it say there? Do you Using previously unreleased footage shot from the star wars the force awakens we desperately loved carrie fisher says abrams finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the skywalker saga without her eluded us eluded us we were never going to recast or use a cg character with the support and blessing from her daughter billy we have found a way to honor Gary's legacy and role as Leia in episode 9 by using unseen footage we shot together in episode 7. Yeah. Did I read that all right? You did. Yeah. You did. So, so yeah, I mean, they have a lot of stuff, I'm sure, that they shot in episode 7 that they didn't use. And, you know, now, now like that he's saying that, I'm thinking this might be something like a message like a hologram message or something. I don't know. Who knows? You know, I don't want to even, like... I kind of don't want to really think about what they're going to do too much. I just want to... I'm just glad to know that they've found a way to do it. And I'm sure it's going to be great. They wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't do it this way if they couldn't make it great. Yeah. You know? Um, so... You know, I know people are saying, well, you know, she she really, like... She looked a lot better in The Last Jedi as far as, like, her costumes and stuff. That stuff, like, they can CG a costume so easily. I think what they're talking about is basically, like, they have her face saying a lot of lines that they could very easily use, you know. It's Some easy enough to put a face on a difference. And there I might don't, be, like... I don't think it will be. If uh, there lines, it might be out of place and, like... 
uh, it might be like something that was really cheesy or something. Mm. You know, JJ is pretty good at what he does, so I I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say that they'll they're gonna do it right. Um, one thing, you know, I was always fine with them recasting because I thought that Carrie would have been fine with recasting. She would have said, you know, yeah, just give Leia what she needs to finish her story, you know? So I would have been fine with them using a different, uh, different actor, but, but this is the way, uh, the way they're going to go. And, and I think, I think they'll do fine. So, uh, the last, last bit here, there's some other, you know, uh, talking about same director of photography as there was in, in, uh, the force awakens, you know, so it's going to look similar to that. And, especially with the director of JJ and the same guy behind the same person behind the camera, you know, making it look a certain way. And, um, but also John Williams will be composing this movie and he has scored every chapter in the star Wars saga since 1977's a new hope. So he will be doing this one as well. So that'll be nine star Wars movies that John Williams will have done. And since this is the final star Wars, uh, the final Skywalker saga, that probably means this is the last Star Wars movie that John Williams is going to compose. Um, no. So, yeah, but you know, that's nine movies worth of Star Wars music by John True. Williams. And uh, I think we've seen in Rogue One and Solo that other composers are up to the task of, of giving us, you know, Star Wars music that feels Star Warsy, but isn't John Williams, but, it, you know, still kind of, you know, he's the the father of star Wars music, you know, Uh and, and all other, all the children are making music that, you know, honors the father. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. So pretty cool. Um, I'm super glad that we got all of this information with this press release. Same. Uh, you know, JJ Abrams is known for his mystery box and not letting stuff out of that box until you see the movie, you know, trying to keep everything under wraps. But I'm really glad that they're being upfront about Carrie Fisher, you know, and what they're doing there because it would just be kind of crass if they didn't, you know, if they're like, oh, just wait and see, you know, no, what we're talking about mean? crass. That means like, um, not polite and like, um, like, uh, kind of rude, I guess. Uh, not honoring the... That's exactly what I was about to say. Not honoring. Not, not honoring, like, the the importance of the situation. You know, like, she died. You know, don't make it a mystery of what's going to happen with, with Leia. You know, because yeah. we're talking about a, a, a an actual person who died. You know, so so I'm glad that they're being upfront about it. Yeah, it's it's not like a marketing... You don't use this to, to you know, generate excitement about about a movie. No, you know, it's I someone's life. It. You know what I mean? So... Um, so I'm really glad that they're just coming out with it and saying, you know, this is what we're doing. And and Mark Hamill too. And Billy Dee Williams, you know, like just saying they're going to be in it. You know, like why we don't need to keep that a mystery. You know, like, yeah, Luke's going to be a force ghost. Of course he's going to be a force ghost. You know, <laughs> like, like, I mean, he disappeared and like, that's what happens. You disappear, you become a force ghost, you know, like this is, uh, and he said, see you around kid. <laughs> I mean, like he, he's going to haunt Kylo, right? It's going to be yeah. so great. Oh, how great would it be? Like, like 
Luke Skywalker has become like like Loki, like a trickster god almost, right? Like, yes. Like, um, and he kind of was playing the part of the trickster a little bit on the island with Ray, you know, like like tickling her hand with the th- with the the leaf, you know, making her think she felt the force, and and, uh, and that's you know, like scene, he was tricking her that the um, caretakers oh, yes, had the caretakers were being yeah attacked. they were being attacked. Yep. Yep. Um, so, so like I could see him like pranking Kylo, you yes. know? <laughs> like like it's waking like, him up, like Kylo, wake up, wake up, Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, wake up, he just hits his head. <laughs> <laughs> ah! There's a there's a robot chicken uh, skit where the ghost of Jar Jar haunts haunts Darth Vader. Oh. He's like, oh, Annie, wake up, Annie. <laughs> it's so funny. Can you watch it? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to watch it first. <laughs> Can you watch it first? Or Maybe. Do you want to watch it? Maybe. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, so I could see Luke doing something like that. With, if he uh, doesn't, with I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> so, so that's huge news. But there's also some more big news. Liam, you want to tell us what that news is? Can I? Liam is just raring to go, Anna. Okay. Are you okay? And if that wasn't cool enough, Clone Wars is returning. Yep. Clone Wars is coming back. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah, at, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, they, they announced, they came out with that cool trailer, which, of course, we'll have up on, on our website and everything, if you haven't seen it already, but I'm pretty sure you have. When I look at those YouTube views, chances are you've seen this trailer. Um... Yeah, so 12 more episodes of The Clone Wars. Uh, these are things that more than likely they've already planned out. They were going to make and they didn't get a chance to, right? Um, we're it, almost positive we're going to get to see the Siege of Mandalore because that's what we see in the trailers, Ahsoka and Rex and the hologram, and uh, that we know that they were on Mandalore and then Obi-Wan and Anakin came to help them out to try to kick Darth Maul and Death Watch off of Mandalore and save Mandalore, right? It's going to be 12 episodes, so it's going to be basically a season. I mean, that's a season these days. Like, I watch I watch shows on Netflix where it's 12 episodes for a season, or even 10, sometimes even 8 episodes yeah, sometimes even for like, a season, yeah. right? So this is like a full season these days. I mean, they're only half-hour episodes, although the fact that this is going to be on the Disney streaming service, or Disflix, as we call it, copyright 2018, Children of the Force, um... <laughs> Uh, but the fact it's going to be on the streaming service means they can make it as long as they want. Uh, it doesn't have to be a 22-minute episode. The reason the episodes are 22 minutes is because they have to leave eight minutes for commercial breaks, right? But when you release, yeah, but when you release something on like a streaming service, you don't have to think about commercials. You don't even have to think, uh, okay, we write the first the first act, and then we have to have it kind of go up to bum bum bum, and then we have commercials, right? And then we have, oh, now we're back. Right? Like, you have to, like, you rise action to the commercial, and then you cut it off at a cliffhanger. And then when you come back, you kind of have to remind everybody for, like, two seconds what was happening, and then you come back into it, right? So when they when they make... time to talk about... You can also, when it's, like, when it's commercials, you just talk about what happened. You know, that is the nice thing, actually, about about yeah. watching shows on TV live, which you kids never do, pretty much. We did um, it for Rebels. That's we did do it for Rebels, is, is that you can, like, I remember when I was a kid, like, I'd go to the bathroom during the commercials, you know? I'd, I'd run, and I'd make sure I'd go really fast, you know? But, um, or hurry up and go get some ice cream, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, there was no pause button on TV, you know? So... 
anyway, uh, yeah, so super exciting. Clone Wars coming back. Uh, we're going to talk more about it in the question and answer council, but uh, I was looking at the YouTube channel for Star Wars and looking at how many views clone last time I looked, and I think it's gone up since then. It was the this trailer was the 18th most viewed video on all of Star Wars YouTube. That includes all the Whoa. trailers for the movies, the new the new movies all. 18th Whoa. already. Was I mean, it it's probably, solo? I bet it's like 15th already. Well, no, like the main solo trailer was higher, but like, um, like Chewy, the hollow, the hollow chess clip, you know, where Beckett's like, he can't, he can't, you know, knock them off their holograms. You know, that clip that had way less views than this Clone Wars trailer. 200,000. Oh, right. Yeah. I actually wrote down some numbers here. So Clone Wars, last time I checked, had 5,800,000 views, this trailer. Uh, the solo official trailer, like the big one that came out, had 16 million views. So about three times the amount of Clone Wars, less than three times the amount. But still, that's, I mean, this is like, so, of course, the solo official trailer, of course it's going to have more, right? Um... But the clips from the movie, like the Hollow Chest clip, had two hundred thousand views. This Clone Wars trailer has five million eight hundred thousand views. The Han meets Lando clip had three hundred thousand. The the Han saying one hundred ninety years old to Chewie that whole clip had three hundred thirty eight thousand views. And wow. this Clone Wars Returns trailer has five million eight hundred thousand views. That's it's probably crazy. over six million now because I I wrote this a few days ago. Um, that's huge. Clone Wars is huge. Now, you kids didn't grow up with Clone Wars. No. But there are people who are, like, 10 years older than you. They grew up, like, yeah, like, 10, 8, 10 like years Rebels. older. They grew up, yes, it's like Rebels. Oh, my gosh, it's like getting new Rebels episodes It'd be like, after, like, 10 years? <laughs> yes. Whoa! Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, yes, so there's a whole generation of people. Clone Wars is their Star Wars. It's like what the original trilogy is for me. It's Clone Wars for some people. So, of course, they're going to be excited. There's so many people are so excited about this, you know? Yeah. I mean, you've seen all of Clone Wars, but, you know, we kind of watched it all in, like, one summer or something. So, anyway, pretty cool. Um, let's let's talk really quick about some new books. Uh, we're going to move on to new books that have been released. And we're, we're kind of getting long here, so I'm going to maybe skip past a few of these. Uh, there's some, you know, younger... Younger kind of uh, junior novels called Lando's Luck and uh, Pirate Prices, which is uh, Han and Chewie meeting Hondo, uh, which is pretty cool. There's going to be a really cool like coffee table book called Women of the Galaxy by Amy Ratcliffe. Who awesome. used, she used to be a host on Full of Sith, and now she she actually hosted the Clone Wars panel at San Diego Comic Con, um, and it's going to be like kind of like a, a out of universe book. You know, it's just about all these awesome female characters in Star Wars, like uh, Leia and Rey, Ahsoka, Aiden Versio, Jyn Erso, Rose Tico, Maz, yeah. One of the artists is going to be Annie Stoll. Annie Stoll is going to be one of the artists, yeah. Former uh, former guest on... Maybe we should get her on again. <laughs> we should get her on again, yeah. I wonder, I think like um, each page is probably going to have a different, you know, woman character, right? Yeah. And, and uh, a different artist for each character. So I wonder if she'll, maybe Annie will do... Uh, Sabine. Sabine, yeah, possibly. So yeah, 100, 100 all new illustrations by a dynamic range of female and non-binary artists. So awesome. cool. I'm so so be cool. So excited. 
Yeah. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, also announced was Tales from Vader's Castle. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the author is Creepy Kavan Scott. <laughs> That's what they actually said in the uh, in the press release. Author, Creepy Kevin Scott. <laughs> That's the guy who wrote me. the Wild Space uh, so Wild Sp- Adventures. Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott. What does it remind you of, Anna? It reminds me of in the diary of a wimpy kid. Mm. It said, it said I am. The first two initials were I am, and then the last name is Spooky mm. for the author. Funny. And so the author's name was I am Spooky. Gotcha. I am um, yeah, so this is a, uh, this is the IDW, like, Adventures, Star Wars Adventures, like the, kind of the younger Younger comics that are novel? coming out. It's no, it's going to be, gonna be a, a series of comics uh, that are coming out. <gasps> and they're horror comics. Yeah, they're horror comics. Oh, yeah, four kids. Four kids. Yeah. This is so, going to be good. Horror so it, comics. So it says, join a ragtag band of rebels in this weekly five-issue miniseries filled with eerie adventures from across the Star Wars saga. Told in the shadow of Vader's castle, these spooky stories feature Hera, Kanan, and Chopper, Han Solo and Chewbacca, the Ewoks, and of course Darth Vader himself. Beware of the tales from Vader's castle. So yeah. Um, so Kevin Scott says uh, about this about this series, he says... Creepy Kevin cre- Yeah, creepy Kevin Scott. Says, you know how you get those spooky Halloween stories where a car breaks down and there's a creepy castle on a hill? Well, imagine a spaceship landing on a lava planet, and the only place is a castle on a hill. <laughs> uh, so, basically, it's going to be like people who are stranded on Mustafar telling stories that are super creepy while they are, like, you know, standing outside of Vader's castle, which is also creepy. Uh, speaking of Vader's castle, the Charles Sewell Vader comic that's going on right now, the Marvel comic, right, about Vader about Vader right after Order 66, it's going to show how Vader came to have his Mustafar castle. And I have the cover awesome. image here. So it's going to show that us... That is sweet. <laughs> it's going to show us, yeah, where did this castle come from? You know, like... Oh, he probably hates that place. Uh, Yeah, that's... The castle overlooks the lake of lava that he burned in, basically. Oh, um, my Yeah. So oh, that's a good thing, though. Because well, it gives him pain. Yes, exactly. Which helps him be a Sith Lord. Yep. Wait, so it overlooks the lava pit that he got burned in and uh-huh. um, tried to kill Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. And then there's probably some kind of station nearby where he, uh, where yep. he choked his wife. Right. Yep. So, um, I think the Emperor had that castle built for him. And I'm pretty uh, sure, yes, I'm pretty sure the Emperor chose that spot. Of course. For, for a reason. I know that it's built over some dark side thing. I remember that from the, the visual guide of Rogue One, but I don't remember. Um, or the visual guide from, eh, was that the Rogue One visual guide? Yeah, the Rogue One Yeah, one but I don't know if they, Vader's did it have Vader's castle in it? I can't yeah, remember. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Well, no, I know that, but I'm not sure if the visual guide had, had the castle in it. Sometimes they hold those things out of the visual guides so that they don't spoil them. But anyway, uh, the solo... Novelization is going to be coming out in September, which is weird because it's a long time after the movie. Um, but they're going to give uh, deeper insights into Han's years in the Imperial Navy, uh, more of Kira's past, and the beginnings of the rebellion. So there's going to be some pretty cool, like deleted scenes that are put in the novelization. They saved her out of a hole and gave her a life, and they don't want it to waste it on Han. What else do we need to know? A lot. <laughs> They told us, like, nothing about Kira. About Kira. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Most Wanted gave us quite a bit about Kara, actually. Oh, so. Most You're not going to read that? Nope. Yeah, I think you'd like it. One time, uh, it'll give you the full, you know, like, everything about it. Sure. So, uh, and then, of course, there's going to be a comic adaptation of Solo. There's going to be a new Marvel comic series called Age of Republic, Republic Age of Rebellion, Rebellion Age of Resistance. Resistance. Yeah. So these are going to be like, uh, you know, just kind of short stories, I think, about different characters in each of those eras. So that's pretty cool. There's cool. going to be some about Maul, some about uh, Qui-Gon. I don't understand why Star Wars doesn't make canon graphic novels they only make comics i want graphic novels oh. make me graphic novels well what do you mean i mean star like star wars doesn't make graphic novels well that's i guess that's oh, kind of true ba- they barely they make darth they make comics based on one character but never graphic novels well i mean when they put all the comics together into a big bound book it's kind of like a graphic novel but it's not the same thing is it? No, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's it's are... still just comics. So yeah, like when you're thinking graphic novel, like name a graphic novel. Um, smile. <laughs> I can think. Smile, of... sure. I mean, there's. I can think of legacy. But legacy, that's, that's, that's collected canon. comics. Yeah, but those are collected comics, Liam. Really? Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah, those were all comics that were collected. Yep. Yeah, into one big book. I didn't realize. Oh yeah, legacy. Yep. Yep. So that's how they've always done it. But, but I guess I could see you know someone coming out with like a, you know, a hardcover, two hundred page graphic novel. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So let's see. So that's like a new kind of a maxi series they're calling it instead of a mini series because it's going to go on for a while. Uh, There's going to be some comic about Padme, Grievous, Anakin, Dooku, Kenobi, Maul, Qui-Gon. Yeah, pretty cool. And that's just in the... And that's just the Age of Republic. That's just the Age of Republic. Yep, yep, yep. So, those will be fun. Um, Yeah, and now the big novels. Big two big novels that were announced. Uh, Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray coming out in February. Uh, this is set before the events of The Phantom Menace, and it's going to star Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan on a dangerous mission for the Jedi. Pretty cool. I love yeah. that Claudia Gray's writing this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so cool that we're getting this pre-Phantom Menace thing, you know? Like, we don't have much of that. No, we don't. And, uh, and this is going to... I'm... I'm pretty sure we're also going to see Dooku in this because at that point he would still be a Jedi. Uh, he would be Qui-Gon's former master, you know, and maybe we'll see a lot of the kind of the buzz is, could we see Palpatine, you know, seducing Dooku to the dark side in this and see some really good, like Dooku Qui-Gon disagreements or maybe even agreements. Right. I mean, when Dooku tells Obi-Wan in attack of the clones that I wish Qui-Gon were here, like I, what if he's actually being serious? What if he thinks that Qui-Gon actually would have joined him? Kind of. I mean, obviously Dooku knows that he's playing both sides and he knows that he's a Sith Lord and stuff, but, um, but I wonder if he thinks he could have tricked Qui-Gon, but not Obi-Wan, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then, uh, finally, the big one is, well, that was a big one, but also we're going to get Queen's Shadow, the Padme novel. Finally, a Padme novel. Uh, by E.K. Johnston, who wrote Ahsoka. So that is super cool, coming from Disney Lucasfilm Press. 
Uh, Padme Amidala served Naboo well as its queen, but now she's ready to begin a new chapter in her life. The newly elected queen asks Padme to serve Naboo in a new capacity as its senator. So, with the help of her devoted handmaidens, so we're going to get to see more handmaiden stuff in this, Padme must figure out how to navigate the treacherous waters of politics and forge a new identity be beyond the queen's shadow. So cool. Uh, E.K. Johnson says, It's the story of Padme changing from a queen to senator, and the person right behind her and all the other handmaidens behind Padme. Hmm. The person right behind her. So is it about the queen also? The queen who replaces her? And about yeah. the pa the handmaidens? Yeah. Cool. Um, I wonder if we'll see... Oh, there's a handmaiden who plays into the Thrawn Alliance's book. She actually goes to Batu looking for one of her handmaidens who who went there on, a, on her own mission. Awesome. Uh, so I wonder if she's going to be in it. Cool. Yeah, so that's great. Um... E.K. Johnson, I mean, you like the Ahsoka book, right, Liam? Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, so this is going to be uh, pretty cool. Pretty happy about that. It was Yay. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and this is, you know, another time that we haven't really seen, right? Padme in between episode one and two. You know, how did she become so a senator? in between episode two and three. <laughs> yeah, right. Much in between episode one right, and two. Right, right. Yeah. So, holy buckets, news overload. That's news a lot of stuff. Overload. That's a lot of stuff in the last two and weeks. And we still have more news. Everything. I didn't know. I, but I it's mean, canon news, yeah. so don't worry. Mm, yeah, canon news. Hey, let's have. Let's go get some canon news. Let's go get some of that. Go get some of the canon news. The canon news song. Yeah, the canon news song. Yeah. Okay, so uh, talking about Most Wanted, the book about young Han and Kira, um, they have been off of Corellia before Solo. They had been in space. They did not... In Most Wanted? In Most Wanted. Cool. They go into space. They don't leave the system, the stars, you know, the solar system of, of uh, uh, Corell, I think is the name of the, the sun. That's what they call the sun. Um, but uh, they were in space, so they got a little taste of, of space. A little taste of space flight. Even a taste of hyperspace. Who? Uh, Han and Kira. And so that's kind of when they realize, like, whoa, space is huge, and we could actually go out here and make a, make a life for ourselves. So that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, another canon news tidbit from Thrawn Alliances. Uh, Vader and the Emperor are both aware of the Bendu, because Thrawn told them about the Bendu. Oh, so that's cool. just, I mean, of course he did, like, that makes sense that he would, but I think it's kind of interesting to think about that, that the Emperor knows that there is this huge, this really weird force being who lived on Adalon and probably still lives on Adalon, maybe? Um, or died. Well, he disappeared and he was still laughing after he disappeared, so I don't know. Um, when he was? Yeah, yeah, I remember Thrawn shot at him, but then, like, he wasn't there anymore after he fell from the sky. Oh. Yeah, so, so that's cool. Um, they know about the Bendu. Um, also from Thrawn, stormtroopers have rank designations. You know, like, uh, you know how, like, um, the officers have those bars on their chest, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, stormtroopers have those too, but they're white on the white armor so most people can't even see them 
But stormtroopers can see them because they have the optical enhancements in their helmets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool, huh? Had no idea. Uh, and then the last bit of canon news, um, Poe Dameron comics are coming to an end that, that comic series is ending, but in the comics, in the last few issues, we're seeing black squadron, including snap Wexley and Jess Pava, right? From the force awakens, but we never saw them in the last Jedi. Where were they? What happened to them? They were off. We learn in these comics, they were off trying to find more people to help out the resistance. Kind of like, uh, like Aiden's yeah, like daughter, Aiden's right? Daughter. Um, what's her name again? Zay? Zay. Something yeah, like, like Zay. Um, and I think even, I think even at the end of Battlefront, didn't Leia say something like that? We've sent Black Squadron to look and we need you to go somewhere else. Maybe? Liam, you played yeah. that recently. Did Leia say something like that? I didn't finish it. Oh, you never finished I it. I think okay. she said, I don't, we've I, sent other people out to yeah. get... People to help the rebellion, but yeah. we'd like you to also. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Something like that. So I have she's one level you have left. One I, level left. All right. I cut off, and it's now like it's. I haven't played it. You in forgot. Like you forgot to play it because we got Lego Worlds from the library. Yep. I haven't played Fortnite because there's a new update. Mm, right. There's so, new updates every Tuesday, right? Yeah, but Fortnite? not big. Really? I yeah, didn't know there that. is every week, except um. Except this is like a new season entirely. Mm. It's a lot different. If Liam's voice sounds different at all, he has discovered toothpicks. <laughs> so if you ever, if it ever sounds like Liam's chewing on something, he is a toothpick. Um, so it's better than your hands in your mouth. So, you know, it's, well, I'll take it. Toothpicks are good. Um, yeah, so that's where Black Squadron is. They're safe, and they're, well, I mean, as far as we know, the comic series hasn't ended yet, but uh, they're trying to find people to help the Resistance, so we will probably see Snap Wexley in Episode 9, hopefully also Just Pava. I'm really hoping. Obviously Poe Dameron. Well, yeah, of course. Obviously. The best. Poe Dameron's awesome. <laughs> so... So, uh, we're going to go to the question and answer council now. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. What do you kids want to see in the Clone Wars uh, 12 episodes that we're getting? Anna, what do you want to see? Um, well, I want to see Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Anakin, like, not just communicate via, like, hologram, but actually see each other in real life. Yeah. And fight alongside each other. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. How about you, Liam? Is there anything that you're looking forward to seeing specifically? Um, not really. No, just whatever they give you is good. Whatever they give us. I mean, what more can I ask for? (laughs) They actually did it. I know, I know. So, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Like, I know that in in canon, we've already had uh, those, the YouTube, uh, the four-episode Utapau arc, which you kids haven't seen because it's animatics, and I didn't think you'd really enjoy watching it that much but it's basically they're on obi-wan and anakin are on utapau 
trying to keep a kyber crystal away from the separatists, a giant kyber crystal, right? And we know that the reason they're getting those is because Dooku's already started work on, on the Death Star at that point. Is um, that when Anakin's hand goes kaboosh? No. No, no. This is still pre-Revenge of the Sith, um, but Anakin already has his hand kaboosh. Um, and there's a Bad Batch arc, which is about like a specialized unit of clone troopers, and they go find a clone trooper who we thought was dead. Um, and, well, and I don't know if we're going to get these, you know, cause these, we've already seen these episodes, just not in, yeah, we could just not in finalized form. So really all they'd have to do is finalize the animation and then it'd be done. So it'd be kind of easy for them to finish those. The other ones they'd have, you know, if they're telling new stories, they'd have to record new, you know, new audio for the voices and everything. So I don't know. Um, also, though, like, there were episodes that were turned into a novel by Christy Golden called Dark Disciple about Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Voss, and they have a relationship together. Oh, there's too and, much Star Wars. I can't keep And there was also it. that comic series, the last, the only canon thing that Dark Horse did, uh, which is The Son of Dathomir, before it switched over to Marvel. Uh, the Son of Dathomir comic series was a Clone Wars arc also. That was canon? I that read, is canon. I read that. That yeah. is not canon. It is canon. The Son of Dathomir is canon. That's the one with uh, where that's we see the end of Mother Talzin, the final end, and we also learn that Darth Maul is actually Mother Talzin's son. And yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we see Maul is escape from the sacrifice. Is it weird that I've always suspected and, that? Mm, yeah. No, not really. <laughs> so, so I don't know if they should make those into episodes because we already know that that story. But maybe they will. Um, I don't already know that story. Well, you could know it if you wanted to. I know that they were also working on like a Boba Fett and Cad Bane story, where Cad Bane kind of teaches Boba Fett the ropes. Um, and they were planning to do a Kashyyyk arc, like a thing that, you know, happens on Kashyyyk. So, I don't know. Do you think that this... Uh, this 12-episode season, or maybe maybe they'll make more than 12 episodes, you know? This is... Maybe they'll... After these 12, they'll make more. Do you think they should go only up to Revenge of the Sith? Or do you think they should go past Revenge of the Sith? Only up to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, what do you think, Liam? Past. I wouldn't mind seeing Ahsoka past Revenge of the Sith. Right? Like, will we see how Ahsoka... Like, in the middle of Revenge of the Sith and Hmm. um, A New Hope? I don't know. Yeah. Just a little bit past it? You know? I mean, I don't know. Uh, Fallen Jedi, that video game that we're going to get, is about a Jedi who escapes Order 66 and is on the run. You know, that would be right around Padawan. the time of these episodes. A Padawan, you're right, yeah. Um, so maybe maybe that could even tie into... Maybe this could tie into that video game. Maybe they could introduce that new Padawan character in these Clone Wars episodes, and it would tie into the video I don't know. The possibilities Whoa. are endless. <laughs> they are endless. Uh, Unlike this episode, the possibilities are endless. This episode is not endless, and we are going to end it right now. Huh? Sammy, do you like how I did that? That was pretty yes, good. Was uh, so, <laughs> thank you so Sammy much. Luke can come into Luke. Well, Luke was in Rebels. If it goes past, <laughs> as just a little kid running off in the distance, but yeah. But anyway. That... Hmm? <gasps> yep. Uh, Remember Obi Wan was Obi-Wan keeping Maul. Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 110 of Children wait, of the wait, Force. You didn't do a joke, but I have a little funny thing. Oh, do you have a funny Speaking thing? Speaking okay, of, Luke really mauled Maul. Luke did? Yeah. No, 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 no. Obi-Wan really mauled Maul. Yeah. He mauled Maul. Get it? Yep, I get it. He mauled Yep. Ma. Oh, I get it. So, as always, all right. As always, thank you. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and make it better and go to celebration and everything. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've, since we've named all these names of these awesome people so let's do it again uh chris from star wars kids cast uh genevieve who we've had on the show genevieve hope everything's going great evan who we've also had on the show evan and Wyatt, remember that uh, alethea hey we had her on the show too and her son uh and uh amy we had we, and we met amy her in real life met her in real life and they sent us a, a report from celebration in florida and those are our uh awesome five dollar patrons and we're super happy and and uh, if you want to be on the show, too, that would be a thing that you could do is uh, go on Patreon.com slash Children of the Force and, uh, you know, throw us throw us some money and uh, pay for the stuff that we stuff that we give you. And then, you know, we'll name you and uh, you will we will forever be in your debt. Uh, also, Nick from London and his family. Thank you so much. For all the support and the patronage. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, yep. Five. Nick is the unofficial fourth host of, or the honorary fourth host of Children of the Force. Uh, and Laura, who we've yeah, met. You, we, we met we her and, and uh, her kids. This is us. This is us honoring all of you. You are all golden droids to us. Uh, and, uh, and finally, McCall Schick, uh, thank you so much for your support. And hey, we're, we're going to get to see her today. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I'm uh, excited. You yeah. To at four o'clock this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. We're going to let some ice cream with Can her. So, uh, she's in town. And, but you won't uh, hear. Yeah. You would have already seen us. That's right. Hmm. That's right. Hey, it was so nice to meet you, McCall. So nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. It was so nice to meet you. All right. We haven't actually met her <laughs> Okay. So. Thank you all. Thank you so much, patrons. And thank you to everyone else who listens. Uh, any way that you can support us helps. So, you know, liking us on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. And, uh, hey, let's tell everybody how they can do that. Uh, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are. Children of the Force. Children that? of the Force Force. Children no. of the Force. And our email address is. Children at gmail.com. Our website is Heavy Metal www.jlgnetthefault.com. Just one com at the end. Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we would love to play on the show or just record something and email it to us. Uh, anyway, we'd love to have your voice on the show. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. It really does help the show get in more people's ears, and we'd really appreciate it. All right, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you. Those near and far.